guys, this is Riketty, and I am back with another segment of FUBU. I have a special guest with me, my dear friend, Kanisha. She is a life coach and a business coach as well. How are you today? Hey there. Thanks so much for having me. I am so excited and so grateful for the opportunity, and I'm excited to be on the show. Thank you. So I like to start my segments with letting everyone know how I've met uh, the people that I'm interviewing. So do you remember how we met? I do. I do. I remember that you absolutely did not like me at all. Um, no. No. No, you, you just adored me. You just didn't know it yet. You just had to come around to the idea. No, um, we met when I started temp, I started a temp position at the school that you worked at in Brooklyn. I don't remember the name of the charter school, but it was a charter school and I, you know, came in to do some testing or computer work or something like that and and um you were working in the office and you know just bonded over the cold brisk winter days of new york and yeah been inseparable ever since right yeah and basically not liking our jobs and figuring out a way to get out of it (laughs) i was like oh i see i see you you see me okay so we're out okay cool and then they offered me a position i was like so, no, no, thank you. Like, I already know how, how it is here, so no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to jump into the nitty-gritty of it. So you okay. have down that you're a life coach. What is life? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the purpose of life? So life is a journey, right? And this is my whole definition. And, and for everyone, it's different, but the overall gist of it is that life is a journey. So we all are created with this purpose in mind. And the destination is not the goal, but the journey to finding the purpose is. And then if you are so fortunate to find your purpose, it's another journey or you go like a step deeper into it. And how does your purpose connect to, like, the overall benefit of the world? So helping everyone out, adding value, um, you know, creating a space for yourself, using your gifts and your talents to do good for humankind, you know, that type of journey. So all in all, it's like a journey and then a sub-journey and then another sub-journey. It's just a lot of journeying to figuring things out. But it's um, it's an answer and question process, right? Like you mm-hmm. find all these answers and then you start to ask more questions and then you find those. And so it's like a continued learning process. And I enjoy it. And I think that when people stop looking forward to just the destination and start embracing and appreciating the journey, that's when life becomes a lot more magical. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like people are presented with their purpose, but they often ignore it? Um, No, I think that people are born and um, allow what happens in life to uh, make them comfortable and content with just existing instead of living. And there's a total difference to me. And so, you know, you become comfortable with your surroundings and your environment and how you're taught and who raised you and, you know, just the status quo and what society says you must do. And, and so you see these people in the world who hate their jobs. They hate their lives. They're very unhappy. They don't like the circ- their circumstances, but they also don't do anything to make it different. And then you have people who are born into the world and like not, are not born in the environment that they want to live in for the rest of their lives. And they do something about it, you know, and they, they make changes and they start traveling or they go to school away or they find different friends or they move out of their parents' homes and their lives are changed forever. And it's because mm-hmm. they're not just taking 
what they're given for face value. They're like, no, it's more to this, and I want to figure out what that is. And, and so they, they go on a journey to do so, and they end up living their very best lives. What's the role of a, a – what is a life coach? And, like, what's the role of a life coach? Thanks for asking. Um, I am not no a psychologist. Start off with this. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist. Like, my job is not to talk about your past problems and why you are the way you are now. Like, not that I don't care, but I don't care. Um, so I always have people like, it's cute that you want to talk about, like, what your mom said to you when you were three, but, it, like, I, it doesn't have any place in this conversation. So unless you're, like, using it to tell me why that's always been a barrier for something that you're trying to do for the future, then it's like, okay, cool, I get it, let's move on. But um, so I call myself a success strategist because – I help people strategize to whatever their success goals are. So you create goals. I see them. I'm like, all right, let's make them real specific. Let's make them real detailed. And how do we get you from where you are to where you need to be? I don't care about anything before today. I just focus on today and tomorrow and the day after that and the month after that and the year after that. So a life coach is basically someone who takes you where you are today and helps you move along in life, um, figuring out things like time management skills, money management, you know, how to start a business, like whatever it is, and being a business coach more specifically, I'm a lot more focused on entrepreneurs and helping them launch their businesses and helping them, you know, start making money or connecting them to the right resources and people who can assist them in their, their success goals. So that's, that's an overall life coach. Mm-hmm. A lot of people may see you and say, like, okay, this girl is under 30. Like, what does she know about life? So what do you have to say about people that are, would be a little hesitant to um, consult with you because of your age? And talk about the process of becoming a life coach as well. Yeah. So, one, I say they don't know me. <laughs> you don't know my story. <laughs> um, so, whatever. Um, and if that's the thought of a client coming in, I don't want them to be my client because I need my clients to trust the process, trust in things that are unseen, because that's what the magic of life is all about. And I don't need you to come in with preconceived notions knowing nothing, right? I need you to be a student, not a teacher. So don't tell me what it is that you don't know. Um and just being, you know, under 30 doesn't mean that I haven't lived, right? Like, I'm a person who, again, was born into a world where I was like, I said to myself, I don't want to live this way, right? So I was born in Farrakhaway in Queens, New York, and no one really makes it out of there. Like, people are content just living this this life. And I was like, no, mm-hmm. like, I want more. And so, you know, my family moved out of there, but we, we still lived in Queens. And then I said, I, did, I don't want to stay in New York forever. And people are comfortable living in New York because it's such a convenient place but then Mm -hmm. I went to college at Howard Howard University and I saw a whole new world and then I started traveling and meeting people from different places and I was like no there's more to this so yes I'm under 30 but I've done more in my 20 almost 28 29 years of life than most people have done in their entire life so I Mm -hmm. have the experience just because I've wanted to always journey to live a very very fulfilling life. So um, with this little person and this little body, I've lived a huge life already. And God forbid I were to die tomorrow. I'm very content with my life today. Like I'm, I'm so great with it. I'm so full that it's, it's amazing. Um, so that's what I say to that. And I will say that I've never worked with a client that's under my age or my age. Like all of my clients have always been older than I am. And I mm. think that that's a testament to my work 
my uh, my experiences and how I portray myself. Not that I'm out here pump faking, um, but I I walk a different way and I carry myself a different way, and people who are older. Um, assimilate to that and they, they appreciate it and they're like, oh, okay, like she's serious about what she does. I can work with that. So yeah, I've worked with all people. I'm not really, it doesn't matter to me. Um, and then in becoming a life coach, anyone can actually be a life coach. There's no like age limit, like you don't have to have certain requirements, but to be certified as a life coach, there are different programs that you can, um, undertake in mind, specifically the one that I went into. I actually did two. So I started one certification where it was a six-week course um, where you basically learn how to coach people without, like, taking on their issues, without, you know, overstepping boundaries, without seeming like a psychologist or a psychiatrist, like, because there's a clear difference in you. It's hard sometimes to work with clients and not want to take on their issues, you know, or, mm-hmm. like, not want to tell them, you know, things that you can't say sometimes. So it's it's more so professional development and how to carry yourself as a coach, and then teaching you techniques to helping people get to where they want to get to. So that was one um, certification that I got, and then I went to life coach school with my mentor, life coach Brittany, um, under Dimension Wellness, and that was that taught me more of the business side to coaching, right? So you know how to get mm-hmm. clients, how to build my my website, at how to um, create content that you know, people are actually attracted to, um, how to keep going, how to build on things, how to collaborate with people, how to, you know, uh, create a conference or do a webinar. So that was the business portion um, after I got the education foundation. So, yeah. What prompted you to become a life coach? So I thought I was going to be a lawyer, and then, <laughs> like, <laughs> that did not work out. Um, I had, like, a lawyer come to my house talk about all the bomb threats his family received, and I was like, oh, oh, no, we're not about to oh, do that. Oh, man. Uh, girl, I was I was like, wait, what? You came here to talk to the class, and you told us about bomb threats? This is not encouraging. This is actually the opposite. So so I stopped that. Um, and then I was like, okay, well, I really – my second um, love has always been a psychologist. Like, I, I'm in love with the mind. I think that the mind is very, very powerful. And a lot of times people think it's, you know, society and they think it's like, oh, all these other barriers. When, lo and behold, it's just themselves, right? Like, it's a mindset thing. And so just mm-hmm. like anything like with weight loss or, you know, going back to school, like, it's not that your body can't do it. It's that you're telling your body you can't. Like, it's your brain. And if you can change the brain so you can do impossible things. Um, and so I got accepted in Howard as a psychology major. Two weeks in, I was like, I really probably should just do business because I know I'm going to work for myself. So I changed mm-hmm. to business school, but I've always had this notion, like I want to do something with helping people change how they look at things and helping them move forward in things and, and that type of um that type of position. And so um, I was actually living in L.A., and one of my friends tagged me in a post, and she was like, hey, I think this would be great for you. It's as an intern for a life coach. And that's when I started working with my mentor life coach, Brittany, and learning from her and seeing how she operated. I was like, no, this is it. This kind of ties in the work of helping people, ties in, you know, um, creating uh, techniques that allow people to, to have a mindset shift so that they can do the things that they've never done before. And it's not anything that's like rocket science. It's not anything that, you know, we're just making up out of the blue. Like this is, it's proven work, but it's the little tricks that people overpass that they don't know about that 
are the keys to, to the things that, to unlocking the things that they want to do. Um, so once I studied under her and saw how the business was and saw that it kind of was like psychology work, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is it for me. So, um, yeah. How do you stay motivated? I, I know that, it, you know, you mentioned before that um, it may be difficult to to not take on other people's problems. How do you stay motivated, stay focused in order to help bring that balance to other people? Girl, uh, uh, the, short answer, the short answer is that I fill myself up. So um, I wasn't always this way. Trust me, I wasn't. It's, it's a learned behavior. But, you know, a lot of times people can't help other people out because they're they're not full, right? And we try to help people out, but we're on E. And so I'm sitting here like I'm not about to uh, – I'm not going to help any client or, like, even a family member or a friend if I can't even help my damn self. So I have a rule that I don't leave my house if I'm not full. Like, I think of myself as a gas tank. I have to be on a 100 to leave the house. So – I do random things. I'm a random person. I live by myself. I have dance parties in the morning time. Like, I have traditions. I call them traditions. They're actually routines. But in my head, if I call it a tradition, then it's, like, something that you don't want to break. Like, nobody wants to break a tradition. So I call it traditions. Mm -hmm. So I wake up every morning, and I say two affirmations. The first one is, today's a great day to have a great day. I say that to myself every day. I don't care how I wake up feeling, if I'm sniffling. I don't care if the day yesterday was terrible or I didn't get enough sleep. I wake up and I say, today is a great day to have a great day. That, like, lays the foundation for everything else. And then I say, thank you, Father, for this day because I definitely did not have to be here. So just waking up in a sense of gratitude already is, like, filling myself up. Like, I'm not being ungrateful. I'm not looking up complaining. Um and then for the first hour of my day, I pour into myself a lot. So I meditate. I'll either do a quick workout or I'll do some yoga. And then I put my music on or I may listen to some motivational videos on YouTube when I'm in the shower. And excuse me. And then after, as I'm getting dressed, I'm literally just listening to music. Like I'm dancing, which is something that I really, really enjoy doing. I'm dancing around my house, like packing my bag, getting my lunch together, or in the car, same thing, on my way to the train dancing, listening to music. And so by the time I am starting to interact with people, I'm already great. Like, I've already had a great morning, and I'm looking at everybody else like, y'all not great today? I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> um, and so so when I do make, like, I make daily videos for my Instagram, my YouTube, um, and my, my Facebook page, and people are like, oh, my God, how are you always so happy? It's like, because before y'all see me, I have already laid the foundation for a great day. Like, I do mm. the same thing every morning so that I don't care if somebody, like, cuts me off. Like, you're not about to knock my day off, you know, because I've already said today's a great day to have a great day. Um, so I think that it's important for people to find what they love and to pour into themselves so much that they're so full that they could go out into the world and just pour into other people. Like, you're literally overflowing with gratitude and happiness before you leave your house so that everybody that connects with you is like light spreading, light spreading, light spreading, spreading tons of love. Um, and you're not looking for other people to make you happy. You're not saying like, oh, you know, they made me mad today. Like, I don't have time for that. I'm already full. So whatever you're doing mm. with your life has no effect on me. How does one find their purpose? I think that for everyone it's 
different. So some people don't need to find it. It just comes to them, right? So, like, mm. you know, I, I think that people are here for certain reasons, and you may not ever have to look for it. It may just smack you in the face, right? Um, mm-hmm. But it's all about experiencing things and, and experiencing people. And you tend to to repeat what you're supposed to be doing, right? There's a few things that I think help you in the journey to your purpose. So things that innately piss you off, really, are a sign for something that's tied to your purpose. Like, it's not going to continue to bother you if it's not something there. And that's something that you should kind of um, look into a little bit more and try to figure out what that means or what that is. So that's one thing. Another thing is things that make you genuinely happy. Like, if you could do it every day for the rest of your life and not things that you get paid for, but something that you would do for free forever, that's something that is connected to your purpose as well. Um Things that keep, like, a reoccurring things that happen to you or reoccurring words that people say to you. Like, I know that, you know, one of the words that people say when they meet me or, you know, even my friends, they say, like, it's always connected to light. Like, it means you're, like, light, right? Like, it's, like, shining, it's bright, it's too bright sometimes, whatever, but it's, like, I'm connected to the light. So I know that my purpose in life is to spread light to other people, um, mm. light in the form of knowledge or in the form of love, whatever that is. And I know that, you know, if I comment under a picture, I'm always like, send you light and love, right? Because that's just mm-hmm. who I am and what I do. Um, so, yeah, you should definitely look at and experience things and travel a lot. Talk to different people. Um, you know, get outside of your comfort zone. I always say that you cannot grow in comfort. Like, discomfort is the most comforting thing to me because I know that when I am uncomfortable, I'm growing. So I think that people should look forward to spaces where they're uncomfortable because then it teaches them more about themselves and um, overall gets them closer to their purpose in life. How do you deal with setbacks? Uh, Like, you personally. (laughs) Girl, I talk it up to the game. I'm like, all right, Lord, I see what you did there. Dodge the bullet. Cool. I got you. Okay? Okay. Um, you know, that's, that's literally like the overall theme for me because I've been through so much that, you know, every time I've wanted to, um, say like, oh, this happened to me, this happened to me, I had to really think about it. Like nothing happens to you. It happens for you. Right. So even, you know, living in New York and growing up in New York, something as small as missing the train would have been a detriment to my day. Like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Like I ran all this way down these damn stairs, you know, train Mm -hmm. doors closed in my face. And, you know, you automatically get so angry, and then it kind of, like, mm-hmm. like ruins the mood for you when it's like, but sis, if you had gotten on that train, you might have gotten stabbed. So, like, you mm-hmm. know, not that that's going to happen, but it could be a thing, right? So it prevents you. Try to look at it as, like, something right. that it, it, happened because, it happened for a reason, and that is, it is what it is. Yeah. Right. And not even not even just a reason, like a reason to benefit you, not just to like harm you in any way. Like I don't believe in anything being haphazard. Nothing is coincidental. Like it is intentional. Okay. I I believe that the universe is intentional as hell. So all the things that go quote unquote wrong in your life. You have to look at it as something that something is coming out of it. Something is right from it. And every time you experience a setback, you know, they always say a setback is a setup for a comeback. Well, that's not for anything. They're saying that to say that everything that happens to you is not really happening to you. It's happening for you. It's to move you along. It's to give you something bigger or better. It's to take something away that you didn't really need so that it can make space for something that you do. And so just having, again, 
you know, that sense of gratitude. Like I thank the Lord all the time. If I lose something or, you know, people leave my life, I'm like, all right, thank you, God. I don't know why you're doing this right now, but clearly it's something happening here. And there's something for me that you, you can see that I can. And I'm not going to be upset at you for seeing what I cannot see. I just have to trust that the universe knows what's best for me and keep it moving. You know, and, and don't get me wrong. Like I, I'm, I get in my feelings about it sometimes. I'll cry. Like I'm a crier. I will definitely cry out real quick and then I'll eat some ice cream or have cookies or go to Chick-fil-A and <laughs> drink a glass of wine. And then I'll be like, all right, sis, you got to move on. Okay. Cause we can't sit here and, and harp on something that we cannot change. I, I don't think that makes any sense. So yeah, mm. I just move on. Let's talk about um, some of the services that you offer. Um, I read on your website uh, about roads maps for success. Yeah. Um, we'll go from there. <clears throat> so I do believe that no one's path is the same. And so when I am working with a client, all of my set, my services are tailored to the specific client's goals. So when you sign up for my service, you know, or you sign up for a consultation, a strategy session with me, um, I actually send you a form and you highlight your, your main goals that you want to work on for our sessions. And you also tell me barriers, right, like in your head what is stopping you from doing this without me? Like, why can't you do it right now? And so that gives me some insight into what's been happening, right, where you are and what I need to do as a coach to get you past that point because that's the most important part, right, getting the mind to see that it's actually not a barrier and you just have convinced yourself that it is. And once I'm able to do that with your open mind and you actually doing the work, you you begin to, like, see your success, right? You begin to see all these things that you thought couldn't happen actually um, becoming a, a, a real thing for you. Um, and, and that's the, the best part. But so, like I said, I create roadmaps, specific um, success maps, really, for, for each of my clients based on their goals. You tell me what it is that you want to work on, and we, um, depending on how many sessions the client signs up for, I create a map that's based on the timeline and based mm. on the techniques that I'm going to implement to get them over the barriers that they've identified for themselves. Um, so it's literally like a coach, right? Like a coach creates a, a plan for the game mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then, you know, positions the players in the right spots depending on the timing of the game or the frames or the, you know, the the, um, the ends or whatever, you know, the, the sport is. Um, but he places the, the players in their proper positions and, and implements techniques to move the game to their favor so that they win. And it's basically the same, the same in essence. So it's a strategy to help you towards your success. Hmm. So the service that you offer, is it in person, over the phone, or both? So it can be both. I'm actually I'm currently living in Atlanta, Georgia. And so mm -hmm. um, if I have a client that's here and they don't live too far because Atlanta is not small, um, and I'm just not <laughs> about to just be driving <laughs> driving everywhere. But if they don't live far, I don't mind, you know, meeting in person. Um, I've only had one client that I've worked with in Atlanta that um, wanted to meet in person because they didn't live too far. But I'm, I'm not opposed to it. And most of the time it's like, you know, telemeeting or even webinars. I, I definitely jump on um, and I like the in-person um, in-person interaction so I will definitely jump on a webinar and chat with a client FaceTime whatever the case may be and talk to them face-to-face -face. but for the most part it's, it's over the phone conversations mm. you also wrote a book called the ABCs of intention uh, what is it about 
shows well, brought me to write with. Yeah, um, that was my second ebook I wrote, and the thing about it was that I just feel like there are so many words that are reoccurring from the mouths and the books and the videos of successful people, right? And the the reason why they're so successful is because they're very intentional about what they think about, what they mm. take in via TV, social media, and what they say out of their mouths. And people don't understand the power of words. And so I wanted to write a book where it's like basic, you know, the ABCs, right, A through Z, of what you should intentionally be saying or telling yourself and the words that you should be using in your vocabulary to be successful because all successful people are intentional. There's, I don't think any person that is successful that doesn't do things on purpose. They all do things for a reason. And so because people are out here living their lives very um, unintentional, they're not seeing the best benefits of success because success is intention and and, in writing that book I just wanted to make it super simple and give you one word you know for each letter that you could implement in your life to get closer to your success goals Mm, I like that yeah Um, Yeah. (laughs) so what's next for you you got a lot going on I know personally that you you have a lot of like fun things going on. So, is there mm-hmm. anything that people should look for from you in the near future? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm excited because I am actually. So, what I took on this year was that I really wanted to um I really wanted to to, to work with a, a group, right? I, I didn't do group coaching before, and I've always been interested in it. And I'm like, okay, I really just want to group coach because I think that it's important to collaborate. I love collaborating with people, specifically with a lot of women. And um, I really just wanted it to be um, – I wanted it to be in a space where I can interact with women one-on-one and see how they work together, building, you know, again, like I said, um, a team or a tribe and helping them towards their success goals at the same time. So I started going to just work with them for an entire year. And then I got all these people come to me like, oh, Kenesha, you know, I really want to join your tribe. Let me know when you open it up again. I mean, and, and so I had to keep telling people like, oh, you know, I'm sorry. You know, I have until um, you have to wait until next year all of this other stuff. And then I got, got upset with myself because I'm like, man, I have so many people that I could be helping, and I'm not really doing that, and that pissed me off. So what I'm deciding to do now is I'm rebuilding out everything, and I'm going to open up the tribe to members every month. It'll be a different topic, and um, it's, it's a paid service where you sign up for group coaching, and I'm making it super intimate. So it'll be between 12 uh, and 15 women um, and men. I'm, I'm opening up to different um, sexes. And, you know, we'll have um, biweekly video conferencing. Um, we'll have homework. I'll create content specifically for my tribe, and I'll also have um, a guest speaker jump on one of the calls, um, a mentor of mine, somebody that I reach out to in, in industry, just depending on the topic of the month. And then you'll also have um, a dedicated coach for a whole month, so you have 30, 31 days of Kenesha, right? So you can reach out to me um, any day of that month to get some assistance in helping you move forward towards your success goals, which, you know, trying to get to a coach for or trying to have a coach 
um, coach you for 30 days isn't always possible, especially when people have so many clients. So that's why I'm keeping the group small. And then I do want people to interact with one another, right? Because I believe that we all have gifts and talents, like I said. And when you start to expose those, you grow yourself. So you never know who can help who. And if we do it in a group mm-hmm. setting, everyone's like, oh, shoot, like, yeah, I need this is somebody who's great at marketing. Cool, you can help me. Oh, you design websites. Oh my God, you can you can build this for me. You know, I'm I'm great at finance. I can help you with bookkeeping. Like whatever that looks like, you just never know. And so if I get all these people to jump on a call together and connect with each other and have a private Facebook group so that they can talk amongst themselves, I think that it will do amazing things for society. So that's one of the things I'm working on. I also write for. Um, the Life Coach Network magazine, and I've been doing that for since January, and it's been really, really great. So I'm the cover story journalist, and I've been I'm having some great interviews. So, you know, you can definitely head over to www.dimensionwellness.com and check out the magazine. I'm actually headed to Dubai soon to speak at a retreat there, and I'll have that up on my website. And then every Monday, you can catch my Motivation Monday video on my YouTube channel, Kenesha McIntosh, and check that out. And if, you know, you ever need any services or anyone you know need any coaching services, any strategy sessions, my website is www.KeneshaMcIntosh.com, and they can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Kenesha B. McIntosh um, to check out all of my great content. So, yeah. In keeping with the theme of war, we are revolution. What is your definition mm-hmm. of a revolution? Ooh, a revolution is an overthrow of everything that you've ever thought and and um not just again doing it just because, but having an intention behind it, but also implementing new strategies to be better, right? Because one of my pet peeves in life is when people People bring a problem and they don't bring a solution. It's like, so why did you just tell me that? You just told me that and you're literally ruining everything else. Like now I just know that you complain and you you have no reason to do it. And so that's one of the things that I really, really despise is when people, and I mean like absolute despise, when people come and they just have a, a problem and they're like, oh, yeah, something's wrong. It's like, okay, so what are you going to do? Right, you just told me that what you want me to do. And so I was like, well, if you're not going to have a solution, don't create the problem. Don't even tell, tell me anything about it. So I think that it's really, really important for people to be in a revolutionary mindset, right, have the willpower and the dedication and the self-discipline to be able to overthrow everything that they've always thought and change their mindset but implement and strategize and um, put things in place that are better than they were before. So they've done the work. um, They've done their research. They're more educated. They see things differently and they've experienced life in a new way that moving forward, they won't make the same mistakes. They won't have to repeat anything, but then they're also teaching others to do the same. Why do you think that um, the word revolution, like just the notion of it is so taboo? Because people don't like change. They don't want anything to be different, especially people who are in power, right? Like they don't want, want you to to not listen to what they're saying. They don't want you to not believe everything they've always told you. That is too much for them. They don't know what that, like, no, you cannot not listen to me. You have to listen to me because I said what I said. And it's kind of like, but do I? Like, I really don't. And so it's never been in the, um, it's never been in the, the interest of the powerful to have the, the masses not listen to what they say. Then 
none of the their techniques work and then they're not in power anymore that's not something that they're willing to have happen so in essence you know you have to have a willingness again to do so and not only that you have to be strong enough to like keep going because the more the closer you get to your purpose and the closer you get to success the harder it gets and it's always the hardest right before you're about to succeed at something. And I tell people that all the time. Successful people are not the people who are the smartest. They're not the people who always have the most money. They're not the people who look the best. They're the people who keep going regardless of what happens. They're the people who have the fortitude and the endurance to push through at all times. So if you can do that, if you could push past the hurt, push past pain, push past discomfort, you can be successful. It's right there. What is your role in the revolution? I am ah, probably the revolutionary, right? Like, I'm, I'm the one that's like, y'all want to overthrow the government? All right, let's do it. Like, let's go. Uh, I got something to, you know, like, that's, yeah, let's be honest. That is my, that's my thing right now. Um, but I, I'm a strategist, right? Like, I'm still holding true to, to not only my, my job, but my passion is, is strategy. And so I, you know, I'm looking at the goal of the revolution as a whole, and I can actually um, step-by-step break it down, even many goals, step-by-step break those down and say, all right, we need to do X, Y, and Z, and you need to do one X1, X2, X3, why one, why two, why three? Like I can strategize down to the nitty gritty of it all to make sure that we succeed. Um, and 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 I I love to spread the word. Like I'm all about educating people and, and pushing for the culture and collaboration. I'm like, oh, you know, I think I'm a a connector or a bridge because I know so many people and I'm always talking to people. So I'm like, oh, you know, I have somebody who can help us with weapons, right? Like not real weapons, but like I have somebody, I know people in all different facets of life that I can always connect people to other people so that they can Mm. succeed at doing whatever their goal is. Um, So, yeah. All right. Here we have it. FUBU. We have Kanisha here, uh, life coach, business coach, strategist, (laughs) doing the damn thing. And, uh, uh, I just want to so thank much. you so much. I hope that people were uh, inspired to just get up and just do what they have to do and um, reach out to the necessary parties as, as I have been for this. And it was a really good uh, session. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me on. And I'm excited about all that you're doing. Keep going. And I'm, I'm proud of you. Like, you're out here changing the game. So. Shout out thank to you, sis. Woo-woo-woo-woo. <laughs> 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 <laughs>